Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Live from Los Angeles. The Win Without Competing Show with Dr. Arlene Barrow, host and creator of the Right Fit Method, the key to professional and personal success. Now, let's join Dr. Arlene. Ron Dante, American music legend. Welcome to the Win Without Competing Show. As a business and career strategist, who created the Right Fit Method, I select guests with signature brands. I have observed that they naturally excel in using my Right Fit Method, which is a major factor in propelling their passion to success. My guest today is American music legend Ron Dante, who recently sang at America Celebrates the Beatles their 50th anniversary celebration in New York City. He also conceived and produced the newly released Steve Lawrence album, When You Come Back to Me, which has been ranked number five in vocal pop music on Amazon.com. Dante discovered Barry Manilow and produced his albums for 10 years and often sang backup with Manilow whose hits include Mandy, Copacabana, and I Write the Songs. He appeared on The Late Show with David Letterman and produced the Tony Award-winning musical Ain't Misbehavin'. Dante performed the number one single, Sugar Sugar, which sold over 10 million copies, topping the charts and winning Record of the Year. Millions of music lovers, have heard Dante's distinctive music voice in hundreds of radio and TV commercials. It's Dante's voice you hear singing, You Deserve a Break Today, for McDonald's. Now, you will hear Ron Dante's speaking voice. Welcome, Ron, to Win Without Competing. Well, hello. Nice to be here. Delighted to have you. See it and seize it. Throughout your career, you have seen and seized opportunities, resulting in notable successes. Tell us how you met and snagged Bette Midler's pianist and arranger, Barry Manilow. Well, I was doing a commercial. I was a jingle singer in New York City, uh, singing commercials almost every day for many products. And one day I walked in the studio and there was this new jingle writer. His name was Barry Manilow. And he had written a, a, a jingle for uh, Pepsi, a, a Pepsi product. And uh, he had, his producers had hired me and, uh, and Melissa Manchester and Valerie Simpson to sing the commercial. So after we did it, I noticed that Barry had written a really good commercial. And 
he had uh, done a great arrangement. He did a wonderful arrangement on it. And uh, afterwards, he asked me if I would listen to some of his songs. He was looking for a producer, somebody to believe in him as a solo artist. And uh, next day, I went to see him, and he played me two or three of his songs, and I knew right away that this boy would be a star. And uh, that's when we started to work together. I financed his recording sessions, got him a record deal. And uh, within a year and a half, we had our first major hit in Mandy. And the rest is history. Let's go a little bit further, Ron. We want to find out from you, why do you think you were the person that he was interested in to produce him? And what about him do you think you saw that you knew you could create a star? Well, I had already been successful. Uh, when I was singing commercials every day, but I had already had two, two major hit records, three th- chart records that did very well with, with three different groups. So I was, I was pretty uh, established as, as, as a hit singer and a producer. I was starting to produce other groups I was working with. And I think Manilow recognized that in me. He also saw a kindred spirit, somebody who understood the music, understood uh, that we were just, just not going to fool around. We were definitely going to make hit records. And, uh, and I, I could be the man to do it. I had all the experience in the studio. I knew every great studio in the city. I knew every great arranger. I knew the best engineers. And that's really what you need. Plus, you have to be able to, that was what he saw in me. But what I saw in him was the potential to be a huge worldwide star. I thought there was a void in the marketplace, the music marketplace, for a romantic singer singing love songs and, and things that touch people's hearts. Uh, it wasn't heavy-duty rock and roll, but it, it sure got through to millions and millions of people. And that's what I saw in Barry. I knew he could communicate with his voice, and uh, that's what happened. I know when we spoke before the show, you told me that his perception of himself was someone that would be behind the scenes. How did you work with him and create his brand, taking him down the pop road? Well, Barry originally thought that when we went in to do his demos on his songs that I would sing them since I had already had hit records. But I saw in him, he was the voice. He could interpret Ah. his songs. So he really wanted to be, he's always told me, he said, I want to be the next Henry Mancini, the next John Williams, the the next Don Costa, these great arrangers from the past. And uh, I, I saw in him that he could be the front man that he could stand up front on stage and, 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 and um, rivet an audience to his performance. I just thought he had that charisma. And uh, as it turned out, I, I pushed him in this pop area. He, he had in, instincts for jazz singing. He grew up on jazz records. Uh, he, had, he liked Broadway shows, uh, you know, old-fashioned uh, great Broadway shows like Oklahoma West Side Story and, of course, Funny Girl. And, but I pushed him in the pop area. I knew that there was an, that was an area where he could excel. And you were correct. Well, it worked out. I mean, history has proven us right. He's still filling coliseums 40 years after his first hit. Uh, you have to really uh, think this, this, was, this really worked well. And his play Harmony, for which he wrote the music, is uh, currently playing at the Amundsen. Am I correct? Yes, and he's fulfilled his original dream, which was to be the next Stephen Sondheim, the next to be the next Andrew Lloyd Webber. Uh, he always wanted to do Broadway. So now that he's, he has all this money in the bank and he, has all, you know, he can do anything he wants, 
he has worked on this show for over 15 years, and uh, now it's coming to uh, fruition. It's wonderful. It shows what it means to have confidence in yourself and to persevere and pursue your passion. Am I correct? Absolutely. When people say no, that's the time to say yes. Uh, I've always felt that, and I'm sure Barry did also. Been a solo entrepreneur, and you're comfortable taking risks. Why is that? I, I think it comes from the fact that I really believe in my ideas, and I believe in the opportunities that come my way. Uh, I don't take everything that comes my way, but I do say yes a lot to things that feel right, that, that I think are going to be something I want to work with. I, I want to add my name to certain things. Whether they are financially successful or not is up to the public, is up to the people. But in my heart, I'm always happy doing what I'm doing, and that's why I take risks, and I'm willing to spend money on things. That some people, When I started to produce Barry Manilow, a lot of my financial friends said to me, I, why are you putting your money into him? Why aren't you putting it into yourself? But I told him, I said, I believe in him, and I'm going to take the risk. And you were right again. How did you capture Steve Lawrence? Steve has always been, I've always wanted to produce uh, Steve Lawrence. About five years ago, six years ago, I saw he and Edie close the Stardust Hotel in Las Vegas. And we went, and my girlfriend and I went to our closing night, and because they, they had originally opened the hotel, they were the first act, so now that the hotel was going to be blown up in Las Vegas, they were, the, they were at the Stardust ending the run. And I, the night I saw Steve, I just, something in his voice just touched me that it was, it was a voice that you never hear people sing and interpret lyrics as well as he. So a few years later, a good friend of mine who was close with Steve, a guy named Don Kirshner, a very famous music impresario, uh, was going to one of his shows in Florida and said, I'm going to see Steve Lawrence. And I told Don, please mention to Steve I'd like to talk to him about recording an album. And Donnie mentioned that to him and also gave me Steve's um, telephone number, which I called a few years ago. And I said, Steve, we have to meet. Uh, I think you, you should make an album again. And uh, he met with me, and we, we had a meeting of the minds on what kind of songs we would do and went into the studio, and uh, we've come out with this new album uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I'm very, very proud of it. I'm very proud of the way Steve sounds. He sounds just like he did, always did on uh, Go Away, Little Girl and Portrait of My Love. I did listen to it, and I agree entirely with what you're saying. I mean, I think the album is fabulous. Oh, thank you. You know what interests me, too, is how you approach people, the confidence that you have in yourself, and your comfort level in terms of calling people without knowing them. A lot of people have difficulty doing that. Do you have any suggestions in that area, Ron? Yes. I, 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 even when I was not famous in, in producing or singing, I still called people and walked into people's offices and said, I can sing, I can write, uh, listen to me. It, it, it was, the, uh, it was the, the, the new phrase is, act as if. And I, I would always uh, lean on that and say, well, it, 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 all they can say is get out of the office or don't call me. <laughs> And so I would always put my best foot forward, and I, know, and I realized that the, you have about 20 seconds to make your uh, case for, for anything. And I, I was pretty good at making my case, especially if I brought along my guitar. Uh, people were always willing to listen to a singer for some reason, even if it's just a few bars of a song. So you, you weren't concerned about rejection. Oh, I was the most rejected guy in New York when I started out because nine out of ten offices I walked into threw me out. <laughs> but the one or two offices that list, listened, uh, that was the payoff. 
I actually walked into Bobby Darren's office once, the famous Bobby Darren. He signed me to a publishing contract, cold, right off the street. Uh, same thing with Don Kirshner. I auditioned, and I, I, I became a staff writer. Uh, I had not written one song, but he said, do you write songs? And I said, yes, I write songs. I went home and wrote a song that night. Uh, <laughs> you, you had never written a song before? No, no. I went home and wrote a song <laughs> and brought it in the next day. Yeah, you see, that's confidence. Well, I was, that's I was very more fortunate. people, yeah, need. Uh, yes, go ahead. I no, I think I think that you're someone to admire because people who are, you know, searching and trying to figure out their careers or trying to build their career or you know thinking about you know starting a business, they need to have confidence in themselves and really believe that they can do what they want to do after they figure it out. That's true, and, and they have to be brutally honest with themselves and say, am I really good at this? Can I, can I succeed at this? What is the competition like? Gauge yourself a little bit. Uh, get a feel for it, and then uh, you must have a passion for it. You must say, well, this is, some, this is my calling. This is what I was meant to do, and just go do it. And, 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 and let the people, most of the people near you will say, uh, nay, 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 and you have to say yes. How did you become the producer of the award-winning musical Ain't Misbehaving? Well, that was a, a wonderful experience, uh, getting into Broadway production, because as a record producer, you, you do, you're producing all along. You're choosing the singer, the song, the, the, the environment. You're doing... You're doing something just with audio, but uh, getting to Broadway, there are all these beautiful people around. There's directors, there's sets. Uh, I, was, I was at a party with a friend of mine named James Lipton, who uh, runs and is the host of the Actors Studio. And Jim said to me, I've got a couple of scripts. I've got a script here that I want, I'm going to do with the Schubert's. We need a partner. Would you read it? And I read this script. It was about a black street gang in the 60s who sang doo-wop on the corners, but were all destitute. It was called The Mighty Gents. And I, I read it, and I just loved it. I just loved it. And uh, we cast Morgan Freeman in it, one of his first role on Broadway, which he got pretty good reviews. And uh, the show was, was, uh, it was not a big hit, but it led to other Broadway shows. It led to producing other Broadway shows. Uh, my partners became the Schuberts, and a good man named Emmanuel Eisenberg, who's a very famous Broadway producer, uh, has won 30 Tonys in his time. So I, I, I became friends with these very, very successful Broadway people, the theater owners and the other producers, and I took my money from the music business and I invested it into Broadway. I, I, must, I did about 16 shows at one point over a five, six-year period, and four or five of them were very successful. My second show was called Children of a Lesser God, which won the Tony for Best Play of the Year and Best Actress and Best Actor. It was licensed uh, as a f film. Uh, it was a very, very uh, good film with uh, Molly Matlin. So I was very, very fortunate to get involved with good people, and I stayed with them. Again, I think we're learning something important, and that is building strong relationships. Absolutely. That is the, that's the, the basis of all success is, is, is knowing you, you, you have your, somebody's got your back and that you're in it with people who feel the same way you do about things. You see things that others may not see because you are creative. You think divergently. You ponder the possibilities. At age 11, you had a creative solution to an accident 
which set the stage for your career. What happened? Well, I was playing. I was playing as a kid. I was only ten or eleven. I, I fell out of a tree. I was I was rope, on a rope, and the rope broke, and I uh, busted my arm up, broke my wrist severely. And the doctor said to me, "You have to exercise this wrist, or it will be a stiff wrist all your life, and you won't be able to have any flexibility." So it's, he said, "It's either you squeeze a ball every day or take up an instrument." And so I was a huge fan of Elvis Presley and the Everly Brothers, so I immediately asked my dad if I could have a guitar. And my dad, for my birthday, got me a guitar, and that guitar changed my whole life because it gave me a, an avenue for, my, for what I felt was my creativity to be able to accompany myself. I immediately started to sing with the guitar and became my own. I formed a young group, and we toured uh, CYO centers and different uh, showrooms around uh, New York City as teenagers. But that was the beginning, and it was just an accident that uh, took me into that life. Tell us more about your dad and his impact on your career. Well, my father was, wanted to sing and sang all over the house. Uh, he was a huge fan of Perry Como and, of course, Frank Sinatra and, and Dean Martin, uh, the greats of the early 50s and 60s. I would hear him sing, 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 and... He, he really he, he would play all these old 78 records constantly on, on, on the old Victroller, as they called it. And, uh, and I, I, it just the music seeped in. And when I started to sing, my father and my mother both uh, encouraged it. They loved it. I had a guitar that I could sing. They, they had me sing at the dining table. I, some nights I would have to sing a few songs for my supper. Just, just they wanted to hear me sing something. And uh, it, it, was, it was a great uh, training ground. It was a great launch, actually, because uh, my father was a hardworking man, and he, he knew that his son could do something in this world with his singing. He, he saw it, and, uh, and I latched onto it. Before the show, we talked about your multiple music talents. You referred to it as layering of careers. Is this the result of see it and seize it and following your intuition? Well, it definitely is the uh, following your intuition and when, and when you see opportunity to take that. Uh, do not hesitate. Uh, I've, I've, I've often felt that my career has been layered over with another career and another career, but I've built on a, a very firm basis of music and uh, things associated with music and creativity and the arts. So uh, I've been very fortunate to go from the singer to the songwriter to the producer to the, uh, the director of, of, of certain things uh, in my lifetime because the opportunities presented themselves. We're no longer one-faceted. We don't have to do just one thing. Uh, we, we live long lives, and uh, they say if you're in your 60s you, you, and you're healthy, you probably have another adulthood ahead of you. So wh- what, what, what will I do with that adulthood? Well, I'd like to go back to Broadway. I'd like to do something new. Uh, these are the things that come, creep into my mind. You could also mention that other singers don't, as a rule, produce other singers. So why are you comfortable producing other singers? I think it has to do with the fact that you win without competing. You compete with yourself, not against others. Am I correct? Yes, you are correct. I do not compete against others. Uh, I, my, the, my level of talent go, builds on what I've done, and I want to up, up my game and, and get better each year. Um, as a singer, 
uh, some people's their egos get out of control, and that's all they can see is that I'm a singer and I'm the star. I'm the one in front, and there, there isn't any room for expansion. Whereas when I when I ran into other singers, if there was a really good singer like Barry Manilow or someone like that, I my ego was in check, so I could I could put myself in the background and help create his career, as my career was helped by someone. Uh, it, it's a much easier life that way, and it also it, it opens up so more avenues for your creativity. Uh, today, you find some of the hip-hop artists uh, getting into different businesses, producing other people, uh, helping them. But as a rule, when I was coming up, no one helped everybody else. If you were a singer like Neil Diamond or Paul Anker or Frankie Avalon or Fabian, that's what you did. You didn't produce other people. But I saw it as, as a limiting of your career. And I thought uh, careers are short. Some careers are short. Some, some, uh, as, a, as a singer, maybe I, I was not going to extend my career. So what was I going to do after mine? Uh, you can look at it with uh, George Clooney. is a very smart man. He's gone from actor on TV series to actor in movie to producer in movies to director in movies. He, he, saw, he saw that his window of being the star of the movie may be shorter than his window of being the producer. That's what I saw. Mm-hmm. You are a win without competing man. Well, thank you. You have, a, you have a signature brand. How do you want to be remembered? I would like to be remembered as somebody who uh, lent his name and his voice and his creativity to wonderful projects that people will remember long after I'm gone. Uh, things that made them happy, things that made them nostalgic, uh, just that's the way I would like to remember somebody who, who uh, did, did it all. <laughs> that when, when I go, I, I'll be saying, well, I did it all. I had a lot of fun, and I did it all. And uh, a lot of what I did will be left in the uh, digital archives, and people will be able to see videos and listen to music, watch Broadway shows. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's a very, that's the way I'd like to be remembered. And also uh, on a personal note, I'd like to be remembered as a friend who would back you up. We would love to hear you sing Record of the Year, Sugar Sugar, which sold over 10 million copies. <laughs> okay. Sugar, ba 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 da. Ah, honey, honey, ba 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 da. You are my candy girl, and you got me wanting you. Ah, honey, ba 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 da. Ah, sugar, sugar. You are my candy girl, and you got me wanting you. Thank you. You're very welcome. What would you like to say to our listeners to help them propel their careers? Uh, I would say get in a yes mode and, um, and position yourself. With the, nowadays, the Internet opens up a lot more doors than, than 10, 15 years ago. So I would say network as much as you can. Get, find groups that share ideas with you. And uh, just never stop. It's, 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 it's the important thing is to keep at what you're doing. Upgra up, be honest with yourself about how talented you are at what you do and, and keep at it. Um, my philosophy was always, yes, I can do this, and then do it. Tell us about your new project, Tune Go. Yes, Tune Go is a brand new company on the internet. It'll be opening its doors in two or three weeks. It's based in Las Vegas and, and um, Los Angeles, 
and it is a website portal for up-and-coming musical groups, artists, solo artists, uh, every type of music uh, will be able to come to our site, register, put up your video, your audio, your pictures, your bio, and be seen by legendary producers, people who have really produced hits, people who have produced Madonna, people who have worked with uh, Aerosmith, people who have uh, worked with some of the greatest artists of all time, Beyonce. Um, so that's who's part of the company. So uh, I invite all these uh, music people to come and join us there. What a wonderful idea. And could you also share your personal website? Yes, it's uh, rondante.com or thearchies.net. Either one will take you to my personal site. And then come visit me on Facebook. Uh, I'm the one with a picture of Betty and Archie on Facebook. And uh, always looking for new friends. Thank you, Ron, for a delightful conversation. Well, it's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me. To learn more about my Right Fit Method, read Win Without Competing, nominated for a Business Book Award, available on Amazon. Use my app, I Brand You for Hire, rate your brand zero to hire. Visit winwithoutcompeting.com. Enjoy more radio shows on iTunes or drbarrow.com. That's D-R. B-A-R-R-O dot com. Learn about Barrow Global at barrowglobal.com. We are located in the Tower Building adjoining UCLA and Westwood on Wilshire Boulevard. Contact Dr. Arlene at 310-443-4277 or email R-B-A-R-R-O that's Dr. Barrow at Barrow Global, B-A-R-R-O-G-L-O-B-A-L dot com. Remember this trigger tip. See the possibilities and seize the opportunities. Thank you for listening to the 85th episode of the Win Without Competing show. Goodbye for now, Dr. Arlene. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.